Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi, Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station, and you can watch us too. We are on your computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see I'm not alone today. I got my friend Barbara Travis in the house. She is the past district rotor. Governor of Rotary District 6820, but she's the 2023 Women in Rotary Chair, and she always brings good conversation when she comes about Rotary and more. So, welcome, Barbara. Thank you so much. It's delightful to be here. It's been a while. Well, I appreciate it, and I love that you think of us every time you think of this event that rolls around because you, during the upcoming event, you highlight the women and the wonderful work they do in Rotary and remind us of sort of women's history into the world of Rotary. So let's start mm-hmm. there. Give us a little history lesson because some may not remember or may have never heard it before. Okay. Well, and you know, <clears throat> that's true. No matter how much you talk about Rotary or probably any other organization, people tend not to always remember. <clears throat> but Rotary um, was uh, formed in 1905. Uh, and it was strictly a men's organization, just four men. And, um, you know, it, it went from there. They were friends and then they started to do public service. The first um, public service project that Rotary ever did was a public toilet in um, Chicago, you know, which was a great thing. But Rotary grew very fast and um, from those early years and it grew um, you know, just within a few years to other places in the United States. Then it grew into Canada and over into England. Um, the first uh, non-English speaking Rotary Club was in Cuba, if you can believe that. But anyway today there are roughly, roughly I think close to about 35,000 clubs all over the world. So that's and we're, we're service focused, not only uh, local, state, civic, uh, but international, um, which we can talk about later if you like. However, women were not allowed. Okay, specifically in the Constitution, it had to be men. Well, that changed in 1987 when three women out in California were invited to to join Rotary, become members. Um, <clears throat> women were working out of the you know homes and they were out in the business world, and these ladies were delighted to become Rotarians because they knew the good um, reputation that they had. And they were um, inducted into Rotary. Well, as the fact would have it, Rotary, the Constitution had not changed, <clears throat> and the Rotary, um, uh, the Home Office, the, you know, so to speak, said, "Oh no, we can't have this. They're not allowed." Anyway, the bottom line is the Supreme uh, U.S. Supreme Court um, changed those regulations and said that um, women were allowed. And so, from 1989 on, we've been there. And guess what? 
this is a special, special year because for the first time ever, our international Rotary president is a female. Um, after all these years, from 1909, it's the first woman we've had as an international president from Canada, Jennifer Jones. That would be pretty cool. And how many years have you guys been um, honoring <coughs> the women here in Mississippi in Rotary? Um, oh, gosh, we have always honored them. But this particular event that you and I have talked about in the past, this is the eighth year. And it has grown I mean, it just blows me away every year. Uh, we had a little over, I guess, 200 last year, but that's really the capacity of, of where we could, of the venue, which was at the Jackson Country Club. Um, and this year, uh, we looked as if we were on target to kind of do the same thing. But uh, it, it's really special. And I think my guesstimate is that 30% of our attendees are men. Um, we've always had men attend, but every year more and more men come, and they say, please don't ever have this without us. We love this. So it's great. So what do y'all do there at the event? Well, at the event, we have um, our our honorees, if you will. We give we not only celebrate um, the accomplishments and leadership of women, not only in their Rotary Clubs, but in their professions, um, in their personal and professional lives, and these women would just blow you away. Um, this particular year, we have four honorees. Um, one honoree gets the Pat Fordyce Award, which is a very, very special award for us. Pat was a special person, and um, we started this award a few years ago. And the the recipient this year is Annette Kirkland from the Rotary Club of Vicksburg. I know Annette. Uh, she's wonderful. Uh, yeah. She And you may have know, known her from the uh, Convention Visitors Bureau and that sort of thing. But um, she is... Um, really really special and it, the, the the best thing is the fact that her club has never had an award winner before and here she gets one of our top awards she's really she was blown away you know and i'll tell you pat sons um Hunter Fordyce and Dan Fordyce usually come every year with their wives uh, to present that award. And Pat's daughter, um, who lives up in North Carolina, has been one of our featured speakers. She has a third son in Memphis, but he's not been able to come before. So the whole Fordyce family comes if they can. Her granddaughter came at one time. And then we have three other ladies that are will be given our very special awards that are called Champions of Change. And they are um, women who have done extraordinary things to really make big changes in whatever their profession is or in, in their communities. And we have three of those. We One is from the Madison Ridgeland Club, Jan Collins. Um, you, you may know Jan. She's mm -hmm. very active in, the, in this area. Um, we have um, Peggy Buckley from Startful. Uh, Peggy is probably our oldest honoree. Yesterday was her birthday. She was 89 years old. And she's just... Young whippersnapper. <clears throat> let me tell you, she I, I don't know if I could keep up with her. Her resume is unbelievable. And uh, she's she's quite something. She helped really build up, I think, the whole downtown of Starful. She's been on every committee. She's done everything in Rotary. She uh, When the Miss State Miss Hospitality pageant was, I think, kind of waning wherever they held it, she brought it to Starful. Mississippi um, for 10 years she is she's just an amazing lady so she'll be here and um, then we have Iris Stacker from Greenville Mississippi who is currently the interim director of um, the 
Delta Health System. Mm-hmm. Amazing lady. I mean, as I say, each one of these resumes, we could fill a book. Who, um, who <coughs> helps or what committee, uh-huh. Ms. Barbara, helps uh, find, nominate, or whatever these exceptional women? Mm-hmm. I, I have a committee um, that is sometimes it's the same committee for several years, and sometimes we have uh, a few changes on it. But what we do is really watch and listen and look talk to people um, there are 45 rotary clubs in this district and the district stretches from across highway 82 in the north across the delta all the way down to highway 84 in the laurel uh, mm-hmm. area and that encompasses 34 counties uh, 45 clubs and of course the clubs are all different sizes but we have people come to us, we look, we visit clubs, and it's kind of anonymous because we don't want people um, politicking for it, shall yeah. we say. You know what I'm saying? So we, we do a lot of looking and asking and, and things like that. But uh, you would be amazed at some of the – there. I don't know how many – I'm wanting to say five or six clubs in this district that are well over 100 years old. I mean, I personally have attended uh, Centennial – um, events for two of them. Though. Do we know the oldest Rotary Club in Mississippi? Uh, I think it's the Jackson Rotary Club. I could be wrong because I know it's like 105 years old. My memory's not so good for all of them. Where would some of the other Centurion Rotaries um, be? The um, Meridian Club is over 100 years old. If I'm not mistaken, um, um, I want to say Canton. Um, and there are several others I can't, but I will tell you this, there are many of them that are 80 and 90-something years old. They're getting close. They're getting close, and you would be surprised how many of them are in the Delta. Really? Uh-huh. And you know that goes, Barbara, from the community buying in or seeing the service and then wanting to be a part of it. Because if you're, you know, your actions don't line up with your mission, then usually those organizations tend to dwindle on their own for something to last 100 years. It means somebody wanted to be a part of it, right? To keep it going, right? And I tell you, we—I uh, was fortunate enough this weekend to be able to address on um, what is called the RILA group, and that's Rotary Youth Leadership Awards. And this was held at Twin Lakes down in Florence, and. Each year, that is a three-day um, leadership retreat, if you will, for high school students anywhere from ninth to twelfth grade, and they just have a wonderful three-day retreat down there. You have to stay the whole time, and um, you can't, you know, you're not on your phones and all that kind of thing. And they learn so much not only about Rotary and service, but about communication and how to present themselves and and character and ethics and that sort of thing. Uh, I'm just amazed at these students every year when I when I see them. And I'm always amazed at what the Rotary does to our communities and sort of give back every time you visit Barbara. So stick with us. we got more coming up next.
making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm a morning time and we're going strong, headed up down the river. Don't forget you can watch Good Things. We are on your computer, your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. We're continuing our conversation with Barbara Travis. She's the 2023 Women in Rotary Chair, and they're gearing up in the beginning of March to honor four distinguished Rotarians from local clubs across Mississippi. Um, that's going to be honored for their outstanding personal and professional accomplishments. And I just love every time we get the chance uh, to meet and talk about Rotary is reminding people of the service that's done in the community that they create in terms of of clubs and you have such a passion for it miss barbara how did you get led to rotary well <laughs> i will have to tell you at, at one point in my life i was um, head of economic development for Rankin county and i've always worked in some type of, of development area and at that particular time i was not a member of a, of a civic club and <clears throat> i was asked to be a member of um, another civic club and I thought well first of all Rotary and my my particular boss said and I thought that's great because I love Rotary and my boss at that time said no you can't be a Rotarian and I said really why not and they said well because other people, somebody else in the office is a Rotarian and we don't we don't you know we just have to spread it spread the love so to speak so I joined a different club which was fine and then later on a few years later um, the our newspaper editor and publisher asked me invited me to become a Rotarian and uh, I did and the rest is history I at that time it was such an early time for women in Rotary um, I think there were only a couple other women in my club when I joined, and <clears throat> so I understand some of the men had said they would quit, <laughs> they would leave if they let women in, and uh, it, it just turned out great because those who, who felt that way uh, ended up being some of our greatest cheerleaders. Um, absolutely supported us you know so well and then i became club president and then later on uh district governor and there was only one but there have been several uh, female district governors since me um but before me um which was in 2015 2016 there had been only one female district governor um wonderful lady Kay steed but it had been 12 years since um there had been a female in that role uh and now it seems they love to have female governors <laughs> but we we have a great time and actually um let's say worldwide now probably 40 percent close to 40 percent of the members around the world are women they hold um you know many offices and as i said our international president for the first time is a woman when you think about all the different civic clubs you can be, um, I guess, involved with, it feels like over the last hundred, well, really, what, you said 1905, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. now Rotary's been around for math is hard, but we're going on upwards towards 125 years, 123, I guess, this year. Um, what, what do you think keeps it going strong, that it hasn't, you know, sort of fallen to the wayside or just membered that's a terrible way of saying it but you know <laughs> what i okay. mean dismembered i think is right i mean it would be members leaving yeah. yeah that's right well you know i think one thing is um rarely do rotary members leave their club they're usually very um a few reasons number one they get a different job you know and move away uh <clears throat> number two if there's a female the husband may move away and, the, and they have to do that but we have found 
that um, if we lose members, they're usually in their early years, and it's because we did not engage them. We did not give them something to do. We did not make them active. And we don't want members just to come and, and have lunch and hear a speaker, which is great. But you must be actively involved, I think, to, to put it in your heart. And um, over the years, um, you know, you stop and think about all the um, other clubs that are available. And for, and for younger people, you have so much out there, you know, that you can be involved in. So um, I think it's very prudent for us that we focus on certain areas, but when we focus strictly on on um, service, and a lot of that has to do with certain kinds of service and all the, uh, the international things that we do. Uh, you know, once people really learn the things that we've accomplished, and if we get them involved and we get them to go out and read to, to children or give books or build, help build a park or whatever it is. Um, that's the thing that, that brings people in. They're looking for service and they want to be helped and they want to make, make a difference in their communities. And I think that's what's, that's what's held us together. I think that's also what makes your community stronger when you're sort of giving back locally but then internationally. So thinking in terms of locally here in Mississippi, off the top of your mind, what are some of those service projects, whether it's your personal Rotary Club or some of the other 45 that's um, within the district? that you would say, you know, that's a home run for the Rotary. Oh, gosh, that's a long list. But I'll just have to think what we're involved in right now in my particular club uh, is, a, is a food drive. You know, we always try to um, support our local food pantries, and we kind of make it fun. Um, in, in my particular um, county, Rankin County, we have two other Rotary clubs, Flowood and South Rankin, so we love to compete with them. So we say, we're going to have this food food drive and, you know, see who can get the most food for whatever. And, uh, by the way, our club is one for the last two or three years. So, bragging <laughs> <laughs> rights are always a good yeah, thing. They, they are, but anyway, we try to you know help each other and we work together. Um, we do fundraisers to support scholarships. Um, we we give a good many scholarships all over there. Um, I, I think of the downtown club. They do so many things with um, literacy and giving um, dictionaries to all these third or fourth graders. Um, back during the water crisis, when so much water. You know, when we were ha having to hand out bottled water, I cannot even tell you how much water that the Rotarians brought in by the truckloads from other Rotary districts to help us. And then we're out, you know, distributing that water. Um, I could go on and on. It's just yeah. if there's a need out there, um, we try to fill it. We try to do what we can, you know, to help. And then, too, it's the networking aspect opportunity that comes with it. I don't think young professionals, I think maybe they do get it or even maybe not so much young professionals because they're hungry to sort of have the networking and they know they that what they they know there's a lot that they don't know, but sort of those mid-level professionals sometimes feel like, "Ugh, I've been in the grind for so long. What does networking sort of do for me?" But I feel like it's a great chance too to to meet with like-minded individuals from different uh, businesses and then also that's a good thing for you. You are exactly right because <clears throat> I know I I've been a member of many organizations over the years, but they're usually um, focused on whatever business that I've been in. You know, I might have been in an economic development professional organization or a public relations or a marketing or all those are things that I do. Um, but most of the people in those organizations do what I do, you know, right. just for a different company. But with Rotary, um, you're 
hit the nail on the head. They're all different, you know, professions there. And then if you go on to want to serve on the district level or above, then you go to all these different conferences and you meet people from everywhere. If you go to the international conference, you meet people from all over the world. So um, it, it's quite a diverse organization, and and you know it's helped me a lot just to maybe change my perspective on a lot of things. Which should always be a good thing to be open-minded. And it's also a good thing to get involved. In, would would one way be being um, coming to the Women in Rotary event and sort of understanding what's going on, or is that have you already sold out of tickets? No, we haven't. Not yet. Um, I would love to. I hope we do. <laughs> but no, in fact, is you don't have to be a Rotarian to come. Um, most of the people are, but a lot of them are not. You don't have to be a woman. As I said, men come. They love to come. You do not have to be a Rotarian. All you have to do is go to rotary6820.org, and it'll give you all the information just to, to sign up. How are they numbered? Like your sixty-eight twenty, how does how does Rotary get its numbers? Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna guess them guess on this because they probably were numbered the districts are numbered according to when they came in to Rotary. But for example, our entire state is not sixty-eight twenty. It's just that uh, geographical area that I, I uh, mentioned to you. But in the top part of our state, from Highway eighty-two above and up into the Memphis area, up into Tennessee, well, that's that is Rotary District sixty-eight hundred. And then below us, below Laurel, down on the coast and over into Alabama and those areas, then that's sixty-eight forty. So most of the districts districts have roughly um, not the same number of clubs. We have 45. Some have a good many more, but th- it's about... It's kind of like zip codes? Yeah, kind yeah. that's maybe a good way to describe it. I've always wondered, because it's kind of like, you know, troop something, 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 other. You spout out these numbers, and it's like, you know, code for inside of the rotary, but you know where they're sort of located, so that's neat. Well, then also, it, beyond that, it goes into zones. We're in zone 31, 30, 30 and 31, and that encompasses several states. So you might go to conferences where it's a zone conference and you you meet people from all these different areas but um I, like i said i think i made that up but i know it was a great answer by the I, way i'm assuming that that they gave the numbers according to when they when they were established rhino who was back there fact-checking as you were talking is shaking his head so you got you nailed it barbara and i knew you would you would probably win a rotarian uh, trivia contest but if we want to learn more about uh rotary in mississippi where do we go Rotary6820.org. And also, we have a Facebook page that shows you all kinds of pictures of all of our service projects, speakers, whatever. All righty. Well, Ms. Barbara, I appreciate your time. Look forward to having you back. And you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. God never fails, never leaves. Faith, hope, and love in the greatest of these. Love people, love people. We all need love people underneath the surface everywhere. Mississippi. Eat. Positive. And stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm.
walk the line and I do what is right like I should. You can watch good things. We are on computer, your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, even YouTube. You can now watch good things on C Spire TV. If you got that, we are on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And joining us now on good things is Lynn Sheldon and Pastor John, who's from India. Welcome to Mississippi. And they were with Godfire RDO, and they're up to some good things here in the state. So welcome, Lynn. Well, thank you. Glad have to be you here. actually have you back? And um, Pastor John, how long has it been since you've joined us here? A year, two years? Yeah, most probably three years back. Three years yeah, back. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So it's been a minute. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Lynn, remind us your relationship with Pastor John. How did you guys meet and start working together from Mississippi, you know, all the way to India? Well, I started writing a book, writing books back in 1995. The God called me to write. And so I started writing this one book, and I was having real trouble with it, and so much trouble with it. I said, God, find someone else. I'm not a writer. I'm a broadcaster. I'm not a writer. And anyway, he called me a hypocrite. Hypocrite came off the page and right in front of my face. I said, what would you do that for? That doesn't sound good. He said, well, you tell people to do what I ask them to do, but you won't do it. I said, okay, you write the books. I'll pin them. And that's how that's been a relationship. So I, I go through that because the book that I did finally write that day, uh, over that time period, it now is our flagship for our ministry. And so anyway, I was looking for somebody internationally that we could use this book with, and I talked to a friend of mine in church, not, and uh, we talked a little bit, and he said. He said, uh, I know a guy in India. Why don't you get a hold of him? So we got a hold of each other, and he he wanted to evangelize the whole country, and I was looking for some, but he didn't have a curriculum. And I had the curriculum, but, but no place to go. So he started using it, saw the results were tremendous, and now to date we have trained over 7,000 students through this, cor- through this curriculum. Which is incredible because you said it started back in 2003. So, <clears throat> uh, Pastor John, you've been, I guess, uh, in relationship with, uh, you know, with Lynn here in Mississippi for 20 years. How many times have you come and visited Mississippi? I know at least twice because you visited us here three years ago. How often have you come to the States? Yeah, this is third time I, came, I used to come here. And I supposed to come uh, last year due to pandemic. It's not possible for me to come. Yeah, it just but ruined now, everything. Praise right? God, He brought me over here finally this year, 2023. So, what was it about you know Lynn's curriculum or sort of that relationship <coughs> that you thought was going to be a good fit for your communities in in India? You know, as you know, India is an idol worshiping country. Preaching the gospel is a challenging in India. We cannot go and preach the gospel of Christ very easily because we have millions of gods are there. So between this, we have taken Reverend Lynn Sheldon's curriculum, which he has been provided, was easily understand to read and explain the students who are uh, residing in tribal area remote areas who at least they do not know how to dress and how to talk politely. So such kind of people we have gone and took this curriculum to them and started telling them about the need of their 
Jesus Christ in their lives. So, but this is not easy to tell them directly. Very often we have to go to them, introduce about ourselves, show them some compassion of Christ and doing some good things there according to the tradition and things. And then finally, you know, some broken families will be there. So those families, uh, heads of the families, came to me and uh, told about their children addicted with the drugs and other uh, bad habits. Then I have thought I have received a chance to explain them their children can be back to the normal life if they follow one thing that is nothing but to listen the gospel of Jesus Christ which can change their lives which can change their entire situations and which can change their uh, addictions and everything apart from that we have already visited so many uh, places in the areas so this been provided by Reverend Lynn, especially the Crucified for Christ and the tracks of the Who is Real God and um, the faithful things and entangling sin and all the books uh, helped us a lot to explain them what is Jesus Christ, his love and compassion and his forgiveness, and how he forgive whatever kind of sin Right. Yeah, they and commit. even though worlds away, Pastor John, it sounds like a lot of families still struggle with the th same things. Even here in mm -hmm. America, you think mm -hmm. about broken families or you know children who have gone astray or struggles with addiction. And so I know you you're here to visit Mississippi, Pastor John, but you're also here to work, and you're looking, Lynn, to sort of spread this into you know some of the cities here as well, and sort of the same sort of story. So what's what's your vision for this curriculum, you know, here in in our small communities? What we're trying to do right now is I'm talking to several inner-city pastors and others about putting call schools in. And what we want to do is not a Sunday school course or anything like that. What it is is these pastors will go out, see students that necessarily do not go to church or anything like that. We want them to be brought in, some of your church members to be brought in. But it's not done in church time. It is done as a separate time of the week. Whatever time they want to make it, they meet once a week, one hour a week, for 13 weeks. And then as they grow in Christ, they end up having to take an exam. And so they take a mid midterm and a final exam, and finally they uh, get a graduation certificate. And so... We have seen such drastic changes in people's lives. I used to use it to help people who were struggling with various addictions. And from six to 13 weeks, they were set free. And no counseling. I didn't. Sometimes I didn't even know what their addiction was. We just took them through it. Is it something someone could work through self-led? Or does it need to be like in terms of in a group setting? Uh, it can be self-led. What we do is people want to have, want to use it, that course. We have what we call a teacher leader's manual that goes with it that gives you the in-depth study. Okay, the other one is set up as basically a small group study, 
But then what happens is, if you want to teach it, we give you the course to actually teach through our leadership and it, uh, manual, and it is it aligns with the the uh, study guide that they're given, and it works out really well. How do people get their hands on it or learn more about it uh, here in Mississippi, Lynn? Well, if they're interested, we have all these books that I write. They can just put up. Lynn Sheldon on the Amazon. Uh, most of them, or all of them, are on uh, Amazon. So, but Lynn Sheldon, Crucified with Him, if you want to do that. And we have other books. I've had other books that we also now are putting into our call schools so they can take more studies if they want to. Uh, the other way to do that is go to Missions of Fire. And if you'd like to start a call school in your church or uh, as an individual mentor or something like that, uh, you can go to missionsoffire.org, missionsoffire, that's afire.org, and they can register as either a student or they can register as a pastor teacher, and we'll give them access to our, to our uh, library. So they'll have in our library, our teacher's library, we have about 13, 14 books. I've got some that I'm finishing up on that are there, but they're just not they don't have a link yet, but they will have a link. And so I'm always adding more books into those, uh, into that particular one, the pastor one. The student has the core books. There's about six or seven books in that, but there there are core teaching books for students. Pastor John, your third time to Mississippi. What you planning on eating? Because I know it's not the same as over there in India. Are you here for some barbecue? You'll get you some fried fish. <laughs> I know you've been thinking about it. What, what, what's your first meal when you got back to Mississippi this time? Yeah, my first meal is a good tasty coffee. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, is the coffee a little bit different? Yeah, and then that's a, a KFC chicken and mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I love that, though. I love that. It's but, I lo- you know, the best of Mississippi can go back to India and sort of back and forth. I love y'all's uh, mission that's been going on for 20 years. Okay, Lynn, remind us, where, what website has all the information that we need to know on it? It's missionsoffire.org. That's missionsoffire.org. All righty, you guys stick with us. we got more for you up next. Don't worry, don't worry, don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry, be happy. I'm not worried. I'm happy. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from the Supertalk Mississippi app. And of course, you can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. We're continuing our conversation with Lynn Sheldon and Pastor John, who's from India and visiting Mississippi. And Lynn, you talk about really wanting to focus in on your works here in the central sort of area. What are your ideas behind that? All right. We're, we're now talking to inner city pastors and other pastors about starting call schools in their church. 
again, it doesn't have – it is not a church thing other than its location there, but it's not like Sunday school. There, there are actually classes that are independent of their Sunday schools and things like that, but we teach them. And w- my goal is to reduce crime. That's my goal. And the Lord put that on my heart. So we want to use the call schools, and I'll tell you why I think we could have some very good success with this. John and his group went to Fort, were led behind fourteen prisons. You don't do, you don't get that in India, but God got us behind those, and they had twenty one hundred prisoners that they were able to take through our call school curriculum. First two days. They spit on them, cursed them, whatever. By the by, the end of it, they were by the third day they were crying like babies, and by the end of it, they all wanted a Bible, and so we had to raise money for the Bibles. But again, John has done a great job with what he's done there. So, Pastor John, you know, again, it feels like uh, even though it's a world away, India compared to Mississippi. A lot of the same things wrestle in the hearts of of youth or those that feel lost, and so kind of what works there can also you know work here. Is that the is that sort of the hope to show them that you know there is a better way than crime? Yeah, what I'm what I would like to present is uh, even here also as I heard the same things happening with a young man, and uh, I feel in my heart uh, the young need really the perfect uh, understanding of their life and how they will be blessed to come to God and follow the footsteps of Jesus Christ and to modify themselves to get away from all those addictions. So what I feel is after I came here, here in Jackson and Mississippi area also, the young man needs this training. So whoever wants to join us with the call schools, being the global director of the organization, I most welcome everyone to please visit this website, which we have given, missionsfi.org, so that they can have the training. And also, I would like to invite people who can join their hands to train hundreds of thousands. We have a big vision regarding the young people to train in discipleship, not only in India or not only in the United States, but in African continents, whatever, and wherever we want to work. Let this course maybe go each nation so that they will be blessed. So this is what we are uh, uh, intending to go with. So I welcome even all the folks to join your hands with this missionary work. And uh, if you go with that uh, organization website, you will even have the donation page also. And as far as God inspires your hearts, and if you touch by the word of God and the work what we are doing, you can join with us and you're most welcome. And though I'm from India, I love Mississippi and Jocks and all of you in the United States. And I would like to pray for each and every one of even United States and uh, you know, I can tell you, we are specially doing fasting prayers for the nation of United States. And apart from that, I love Jackson and Mississippi. And uh, this is my second interview with you. 
and it's really great uh, opportunity God have given to me and I feel the presence of God is here and the Holy Spirit will do a great job to take this part to each and everyone who listens us let them open the website go through if they lead by God they can join with us with supporting and in other words the students young people may come and have the training free of cost and go through the organization books the same training i would like to give the people of united states also well we can all agree that more training and bible and leading to jesus won't be a bad thing right no, then in terms no. of of working with uh with crime and sort of other unfortunate things that plague our plague our cities but you know it's always um a breath of fresh air to know that you know even though we feel like we're always siloed in our own problems we are still connecting and working together across large bodies of water and flying an insane number of hours to get here so <laughs> pastor john you are always welcome a back week. to uh, back to good things and um blessings to you while y'all are here and, and doing your work but thank you both thank you all right thank you guys you. stick with us we got more for you coming up next you got the boys with sports talk mississippi from three to six rhino and i'll meet you back here tomorrow at two but until then i hope you all find time for the good things Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.